you just can't get the idea of what it's all about and what how much magic there is in swim run until you actually get out there on the course and you realize holy shit this stuff is awesome Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I am Chip. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 18 of the show. Of the Low Tide Boys show, featuring... Of our show. Uh, what are we going to call him? Endurance... Endurance man? Well... Like Mr. Xterra himself? He's Mr. Xterra. He's also Mr. Low Tide Boy. Mr. Low Tide Boy 2020. You'll, you'll find out about that later in the show. No spoilers. But we have the one and only Marcus Barton. He joins us from uh, Charlotte, and we had a great chat with him. He does so many. I, admittedly, I think that you and I do some pretty crazy adventures in terms of like races that seem crazy and stuff. This yeah. guy takes the cake on that stuff. I think he's he's just set up. He's like at an expert level. We're still in the low levels, working our way up, and he we're yeah. in the rookie ball leagues. It was awesome. It was great to chat with him. It's also great to chat with someone who obviously he loves the sport of swim run. He like, might be, yeah. He 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 does love it. He like might, I think he even loves it more than me. I don't know about that. Equal. Okay, it's all equal. All right, we all love it a hundred. Um, we all stand it. And. Marcus might be the most, if, if, as far as U.S. athletes, he might have done the most swim run races that I know of. Yeah. 25, 26 swim runs. That's a lot. 25. I think Catalina was 25. That's very impressive. So we won't get too far into it, but you're in for a heck of a show. Some really cool endurance stories. Here, yeah. Marcus's background, how he got into swim run, and all that jazz. Oh, he has multiple partners for racing. Racing partners. Ra- multiple racing partners. And his Mr. Xterra centerfold. But we don't want to spoil that. <laughs> First, we have our shout-outs for the week. We <laughs> want to give a big shout-out to a fellow Novato native. Not native. Fellow Novato, Novato Ian? Novato resident. Novadan. 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 Bruno. Yeah. Bruno has been has been great, giving us some feedback, saying that he likes the show and stuff. So we always uh, just kind of want to highlight some of our fans that interact with us uh, throughout. So if you're dying to hear your name, uh, drop us some comments. Right. You know, buy a shirt, whatever you want to do to to get our attention. I mean, there is one guaranteed way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll have you be a guest on the show, man. Yeah. And so we also wanted to announce, I guess. Yeah. Because of everybody's feedback, listener feedback, we are going to start releasing bonus content. So it's going to be still in your same Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to it. It will just come out as a bonus episode. And these are going to be primarily focused on gear reviews. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's something we get a lot of questions about. Mm -hmm. We have our own questions about it. So we will be reviewing things that we think people want reviewed on but by no means does that mean if you want to tell us of something you want us to review or maybe there's something that we've used that you want to know more about we're going to do that we're going to be going through a lot of our own uh we're planning to do a review of the arc keel pool buoy which we both think is the greatest pool buoy on the planet um we are we have shoes we have shoes we have socks we're going to do some wetsuit stuff and our first are we going to say it? What our first review? Sure, is let's be? say it. So our first review is going to be the blue align, the blue seventy alliance swim run specific wetsuit. 
Um, the folks at Blue 70 were awesome enough to send us a couple suits to try out. We used them in open water. We we trained in them, you know, a bunch of times, and we have we some think thoughts. We have some <laughs> thoughts, and we're going to share them with them. In addition, Blue Seventy was stoked that we were doing that, so they authorized a discount. So, ching ching. Anybody who wants anything from Blue Seventy, just use the code SWIMRUN, and you get twenty percent off. Simple as that. Yeah. So that does a few things. That shows Blue Seventy that hey, you heard about this on the Low Tide Boys. You can order their suit, 20, 20% off, so a pretty uh, bitchin' discount. And, yeah, it's a good, good solid suit. But there, we'll leave a more detailed review yeah, we'll in, in the bonus episode. A bunch of details. Um, so stay tuned for that. That should be coming out pretty soon. Cool. And then how has our, our training been going? I alluded to a, a birthday endurance activity. Chris sort of uh, had his own, share your own endurance yeah. activity. Do you want me to share it right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for a little while, I don't know. I've, I've, I think I've been in a little bit of a funk. Like, I've been training a ton the last month and a half. Like, more training than I've done since before children, um, which has been great. And it's been sort of a mental health thing or whatever. But I've still kind of been down in the dumps a little bit with everything. So, I just kind of wanted to throw out just some weird endurance antics. So, um, so yeah. So, on Monday, I was going to run a marathon just a just a really long out and back in Novato. Um, and that didn't work out because my daughter got up like four times to have to go pee for some reason. So no sleep, no marathon. And then, um, yeah, decided I'd do it on Friday. Got up at 4.20, was out the door at 4.40. And, yeah. Got it done? Got it done. It was pretty steady. Were you uh, pretty um, pretty fried after? I was actually okay. I think the hard part was as soon as it was over, I got home, took a shower, and then my wife had like three conference calls back to back. So I had to like cook breakfast for everybody, change diapers. I was straight on Mr. Mom. So yeah, there was, was no was uh, no like just veg out on the couch and just let your body kind of try oh, to put itself to bed. I mean, once together. once that happened, I mean, there was a point where this is this is great parenting on my part. <laughs> my daughter was watching Frozen Two. It's good. My movie. son Javi's on my lap, and I'm in the Normatec boots, <laughs> <laughs> hoping that nobody needs anything because I'm not planning on moving. So I was in, I, I ended up being in the I boots. Poop. <laughs> you know, it was like 30 minutes here, 22 minutes there, but I managed to get some decent time in, in Normatec boots, which are amazing. Yeah, for sure. And I, on my birthday, actually, I, Don Strava drew out a little loop around my neighborhood. Uh, that it was going to be a half mile. And so I turned 33. And so I said, oh, I'll do 33 laps. Because over the years, I think I've done my fair share of stupid birthday things. Like one yeah. time I made hundreds, hundreds. I made Chris do 100 hundreds in the pool with me. And then other times run cra crazy amounts. But anyway, so we started doing this. I set a little table up outside my house. And my wife and kids like cheered me on as I was running. And then about 10 laps in or yeah, ten laps in. Chris came by. He rode. He rode on his bike, very socially distant, and you did probably <laughs> ten more laps with me. It was a while. Hour. Yeah. yeah, it was a while. Like I was surprised when I got home. I was like, man, I was just doing loops for a long time. Yeah. What did your? I didn't even see your Strava. Was it all crazy looking? It just looked. I mean, it was burning like, a deep hole. <laughs> <laughs> just super just thick burning red, it. Just burning red it. marks. Yeah. And so I ended up getting getting that done. And my my I miscalculated a little bit, so what was going to be a 16.5 mile run ended up being 21 miles. And uh, I'll just say I'm not in shape to be running 21 miles, especially on pavement. 
Um, well, I would say physical shape, but also just like mental. mentally. <laughs> I mean, it. I that was a tough route. I got I got broke. I got broke for sure. Um, but I got it done. And then I came in and I was like KO'd. Well, I was like, do you need to sit down? I'm like, yeah, I just need to like sit down and not. But of course, my kids started using me as a jungle gym. That's always how it works. Yeah, and I and I showed up later and just dropped off the the Normatech booth for you. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. I did appreciate that, and I, I put some time in those. And um, hey, maybe we'll review those. Yeah. Well, I think we've we've gone on long enough, and this is already a long episode, so we should really wind this thing up. Um, so enjoy the episode with swim run journeyman Marcus Barton. Yeah, this is a great. <laughs> Today's guest is Marcus Barton, a swim runner from Charlotte, North Carolina, who in 2007 first started getting into endurance racing when he started racing triathlons, and his first triathlon was actually an Xterra. He instantly became hooked on the off-road Xterra-type races, and he became Xterra ambassador for seven years. And in 2016, he was honored as Mr. Xterra, which we're very curious to hear more about later. In 2014, one of his Xterra racing buddies, Dan Kimball, started talking about talking to him about the crazy sport of Otolo and this race that he saw online. So they started training for that race in 2015, and his first swim run was July of 2015, where they raced the swim run Rockman, and they were the fourth-place men's team. They went on to race the Otolo, I assume the world championship that year, finishing in the top 25 men's teams, which is very impressive. Since then, he's raced a ton of swim runs. I think some of the most that I've ever heard, what was it, 8, 12, 18, anyway, up into the 10 plus. Um, raced Catalina this year with us. He That was his 25th swim run race. There we go. Uh, changing up partners as he goes, but the results are usually in the top of the mixed or the men's categories, which is a very impressive result. In 2019... He was one of the top, or his team earned the top-ranked team title in 2019 U.S. Swim Run Rankings. Again, very impressive. Uh, he also enjoys doing adventure races, off-road triathlons, and endurance trail runs. You can follow along at his blog and his YouTube channel, which we stumbled across looking for swim run uh, wetsuit videos, speedylizard.com, and that's his social media handles throughout. He's also the three-time national champion for age group off-road triathlon. No big deal. But anyway, welcome to the show, Marcus. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, thank yeah, you for coming on. You're, you have your dinner, and we were just talking about that we have the nice weather, and all I could think about is how nice it would be hopping into a pool to do some, do some lap swimming right now. Oh, my but God. Yeah. It, is awesome. <laughs> it, is it is not possible. It is not possible. It is not possible. But... We heard a little bit about your story about how you were first introduced to swim run. Uh, I guess sort of give us give us the lowdown on where you first heard of swim run because you have a pretty impressive, I'm going to call it non-traditional type background, meaning you didn't come from racing road triathlons and Ironmans. Not saying you haven't done those, yep. but that wasn't your sort of up upbringing in the endurance world. I've done I've done a handful of the you know Olympic sprint road tries and I even did uh, Augusta seventy point three but just doesn't have the draw 
like the the dirt does, like the off road, the woods. I mean, that's that's really the draw. Um, I, I started off in Xterra. I was you know a trail runner, um, gym rat mainly because I I had put on a lot of weight in my mid years, like a lot of people do, and so I became a gym rat. Got bored with that and started trail running. And while on a trail run, a friend of mine says, "Hey, you know, we should do a triathlon." Like I, I don't even have a road bike, and I, all I've got is a mountain bike. Well, you should do it next Terra. Like next Terra, what's that? <laughs> um, long wow. story short, you know, I started doing next Terras. Um, really fell in love with them. Did them all over the country. Um, did the IT races and uh, when they became an off-road world championship up in Penticton, Canada. Um, did it in Spain. Wow! So a lot of good, good fun on the off-road, off-road triathlon circuit. Um, the way I got started in swim runs, I, I, I became a off-road triathlon race director uh, here in the area, mainly because I wanted to have a race in my backyard I could race. And so I helped a, another outfit create a, a race. And I met Dan Kimball. Um, he came out to do a, a, an off-road duathlon that we were putting on. Mm. And, uh, and he fell in love with, with Xterra, too. And we became racing buddies. And we traveled all over and traveled to Xterra World together and traveled to Canada together and and all over the places to Spain, we shared a house in Spain to do this, this racing that we did. And, um, and he kind of, honestly, he, he became a little bored with doing the Xterras and, uh, started looking around for something, something new to do. And he came across that famous CNN article that talked about the world's toughest races and until I was one of them. So he talked a buddy of mine uh, and his, um, Bjorn Eric Norman, who is originally from Norway and uh, was living here in the States at the time, um, talked him into doing Atala in 2014. Um, and after they did it in 2014, he wanted to go back. He wanted to go back in 2015 and do it again, but our friend Bjorn didn't want to. He's like, all right, I've done that one, checked it off the list. He says, but what I do want to do is Rockman in July. So my buddy Dan signed up for Rockman in July and then asked me to do Atala with him in September of okay. 2015. The, the world um, championship, I, correct? That's correct. Okay. And, and, and so we, I, I told him, give me some time to think about it because I looked at it and I watched the videos and I looked at the, you know, what it entailed with the 41, 42 miles of running and yeah. the 26 islands. And I was like, God, this is, this is more <laughs> than I've ever even dreamed of doing. It's such a mind fuck that like when you explain it to people, <laughs> You know, it's like running 200 miles or something. You're like, wait, hold on. So how, what, what's actually happening? And I think that's <laughs> – you have a very, very stout endurance uh, resume. And for – I have to appreciate the respect. You're like, okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, for that to kind of spook you a little bit, I mean, I think that, that yeah. really goes to goes to show yeah. uh, how how kind yeah. of amazing this, this sport is. But go ahead. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I'd done some wild, crazy stuff with him before. And, and I, I, you know, he's that guy, he's the guy who's willing to try anything and do anything. And, and I'm the, the guy who gets talked into doing some of it with him. That's uh, um, I'm in a s similar position. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is uh, the crazy uh, yeah. guy and I'm, I'm the go along like, Hey, that sounds really dumb. You shouldn't do that alone. I'll, I'll do it with you. <laughs> like, it's like what time? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had, he had a, you know, and this is back when we had to apply. And so he's like, Hey, let me know. I want to put the application in. So they have time to decide. And it's like, all right, I'll do it. And so he put in the application and, um, and then um, it wasn't long there after that. I don't remember the exact timing, but they accepted this uh, on merit. 
And so we decided mm. that we, we'd go do it. So, so have, have, fast have forward a question, into have a the, question about that, though, before we fast forward. Was your application, okay. did, it, did it just say, hey, I'm Mr. Xterra? And that's it? No, because I, had, I hadn't gotten it by that oh, point. Oh, okay, 2016. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. you ha- how many swim runs have you done up until this point, or you haven't done any? Zero. Zero. So your yeah, first zero. swim run was the world yeah. championship. That's no, no, no. So oh, okay. that's the funny, that's the real funny part of the story. So this is in late 2014 that I agreed to do it with him. Um, and then so fast forward into the springtime of 2015, I'm that's the bulk of my Xterra racing. It's April, May, June, July-ish. That's like, that's the bulk of my races. Um, with the Eastern, at the time it was called the East Championship race being in May. Mm-hmm. So he approaches me. I had just finished that, that championship race and had, was getting ready to do Xterra Knoxville in June. And he comes to me and he says, Hey, um, I got a favor to ask. I was like, Oh, <laughs> here we go. He says, um, you know, Bjorn and I are signed up to do Rockman in July. I said, yeah. He goes, well, Bjorn just hurt his knee in a pickup game of soccer. Oh, will you go do Rockman with me? And I said, what? Like, Dan, you're talking about 22, 23 miles of running, you know, three and a half ish miles of swimming and 8,000 feet of climbing. Yeah. Ooh. And I haven't ran anything. I've been training for the, my longest run being a 10 K. Yeah. Wow. Are, are you serious? We've got a month to get ready. And he says, listen, if you don't go, I'm going to lose my, my money that I've already put into it because I can't find anybody else. Yeah. He's like, just get there. Your the entry's paid for. I've already got the hotel set up. It's paid for. Okay. All you got to do is just get there. To okay. Norway. Let's do it. Just find yourself so in Norway. I, <laughs> yeah. So I literally that that I hung up the bike, and we started training, and he put me through the ringer. Of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we went to that race and, and, uh, and had a blast. I had no idea. Like it, it's like everything to everybody else. Like until you actually experience it, you can watch all the videos. You can listen to your buddy who's done it already. And, but you just can't get the idea of what it's all about and what, how much magic there is in swim run until you actually get out there on the course and you realize, Holy shit. This stuff is awesome. I, t- I so agree with um, that. I so agree with that. But I feel like, yes, every, any event you go to, people should just do it. They're going to feel that juice, right? But Rockman, that's like the Council of Warlocks if we're talking about magic. You know, like this is, I mean, that race just looks I mean, crazy. Probably next next to the World Championship, that race is the most ridiculous one. Is that the I, one that I, Thor I runs? views and everything. Pardon? Say is again? The, is that the one that Thor is the yeah, RDF? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean that's intimidating so it, in its, its own uh, right. Just the race director's name is Thor. Yeah. I mean that's a, I'm scared yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> I love he's that. a nice and guy he, though. Thor's even, a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And I've 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 become good friends with him, and uh, he's talked me into the trying. He's tried to talk me into. He hasn't yet. He's tried to talk me into some of these other adventures too, like some of the cross country skiing races that they do in Norway. And it's crazy. You know, 50, 60 kilometer kind of uh, races. Like, Ooh. no, no, not yet, Thor. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, there's no snow in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so now back to Rockman. So, so you get to Norway, you do this race. 
probably have all the same. I mean, you have an experienced partner, so you have some idea about tethers and things like that. But you go through this, and what do you, what what's what's going through your head during this process? Were you, like how early since the race started, where you're like, okay, this is awesome, I'm hooked. You know, I I was probably hooked before we raced, um, okay. mm. and, and we again, I, hats off to Dan because he put me through the ringer, but he not only put me through the ringer, but he but he also he taught me a lot. Like we thoroughly tested tethering, we thoroughly tested gear and equipment and. And I was just this guy like, okay, whatever you say. He, he would show up like, all right, let's do our booties like this. Okay. okay. All right, let's go do this. Like one of the sessions that we did leading into it is we went to the pool and we, we were good enough uh, patrons of the pool and they knew us well enough that they allowed us to use like a, a side door to the pool so we could do a brick session in and out of the pool. And we did, we did 10 by 1,000. No. Yes. 10 by 1,000 and Ooh. 10 by two mile. So it was a, a thousand yards, alternating miles, a thousand yards. Run okay. two miles, that's, alternating. A big, that's a big day. Yeah. That's um, it's a uh, stout, it's huge. It was a stout day. <laughs> 10,000, 10,000 yards and 20 miles of running. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, it, but, but inside that workout, he had specific intervals that we were trying to hit and things. So it wasn't just going out and doing like a long swim that, you know, a, an easy pace. Mm-hmm. It was, it was definitely a workout. Wow. So um, you and were... there were some other days lead, leading into Atala where he threw in some, some wild, crazy workouts like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a spicy, spicy workout. I don't, I didn't math it up in my head about the two times right. 10 until you said 10 K of swimming. And I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, my shoulders start to burn <laughs> a little bit. So what you're saying about Rockman though, by the time we got there, I'd already kind of had, an okay an idea about it i was already kind of hooked by the concept of it but once i was in the race like uh, i think it was the minute we jumped off that ferry into the fjord it was like right dead on um yeah and and i probably busted my ass six or eight times from just taking my mind off the trail and looking at the scenery yeah <laughs> wow look at that look at that mountain over there bam i'm on my face <laughs> like, God, that's dangerous crazy. on that race because you can fall off a cliff like 400 feet or something or meters you know meter yeah, yeah. 100 yeah. meters we, one. We, no, it's uh 1800 feet whatever that is in meters yeah no, no. i don't yeah, straight yeah. down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even gonna try on, on awesome. that one so you you weren't very green i mean besides it being your first race you sound like you had a really really solid partner that you uh, taught you up, learned you up pretty quickly um, yeah. about all all things swim run, and then so that was in the summer, spring, summer ish. So you had another six, four to six months before the world championship. Yeah, yeah. which was yeah. which was beautiful that it worked out that way because going into Atala, it was like, all right, now I know now I know kind of what to expect. Right. Like I, I now I kind of get it. You know, the, the, I've been through a race. I see the importance of the gear. I, the importance of the, the the training that we were going through and um and we continued to train um what i considered pretty pretty hard and um you know obviously fitting it in with family and work and mm-hmm, sure. uh, as best we could but uh, i think we i think we did all right yeah so, so since since that rockman race catalina you said was your 25th swim run yep so did i've uh, done uh, rockman twice 
and uh, I've done pretty much every one of the races in the U.S. with the with the exception of um, um, uh, the what's the one out way Orcas Island. Orcas Island, yeah. yeah. Yep. I was hoping to get that one in this year. Same. So are we. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. And yeah. there are about four other people we talked to. It's on their list as well, which yeah. I think uh, it feels that a lot of the North America races are fall time, which is sort of past your, your triathlon uh, season, if you want to put it that way, I guess. Um, so I'm hoping, right. we're hoping that, that something um, something pops up. So let's... Do, I, I we need to know about the Mr. Xterra thing. So tell us about this. Was this a centerfold photo shoot that you had that you were <laughs> Mr. Xterra in summer 20, 2017? May, are you March or uh, no, Mr. November? <laughs> what was it? God, no. <laughs> God, no. Nobody wants to see me in a centerfold, that's for sure. <laughs> no, what it is, it's, a, it's an award that... Um, the Xterra outfit gives uh, once a year and it, and it can be Mr. or Miss Xterra and they've even given it to couples at, at times. So Mr. and Mrs. Xterra as a, as a combined couple. Oh, nice. Um, and the, the award is kind of geared towards folks who have really kind of lived a lifestyle of Xterra. And, and that means, you know, being good stewards of the sport, being good ambassadors of the sport, um, always being positive, good sportsmanship con- conduct on and off the course. Um, and then, then just living the lifestyle. So the, the, what, what it entails, which is being outdoors and mm-hmm. being stewards of our trails and, uh, and whatnot. So, um, that's really kind of what that that's geared towards. Yeah. So they they give awesome. that every year at the, at the national championship race. And that one's in Hawaii, so right? Someone. No, the national championship is, uh, in right oh, outside of Ogden, Utah. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like you're you're an incredible ambassador just for just generally being outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I don't know well, what sport yeah, that is know. or whatever, but every definitely. video or post I see on your Facebook page or whatever, you you got your GoPro and you're doing some crazy thing. You're bringing a new friend with you um, or a seasoned vet. Uh, so I, I I just kind of f- wanted to kind of echo that that's a that's a real deal award that you deserved and not some you know kind of like puff piece that they they some political thing that they're kind of giving out to to yeah. people but it and well uh, well deserved and I'll say I'm gonna speak for Chipper oh you get Marcus you get the first ever Low Tide Boys Mister Low Tide Boys Mister Low Tide Boy yes. <laughs> Is it only because I'm wearing the shirt? Yes, probably, yeah. exactly, because you actually <laughs> bought a shirt. Um, yeah, there'll probably be another shirt in the mail. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, so so echo, echoing what, 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 what Chipper said, I think one thing that I wanted to ask you about is you've been in the sport for a while, I've done all these events, but you've also used a, a bunch of different partners. You've done yeah. mixed teams, you've done men's teams. Um, what's that like? Is it is it you trying to sort of uh, evangelize people into the sport, be like, okay, come do this race with me? Or is it based on the course? You're like, oh, this friend of mine, she'd probably be really great at this course because it has a lot of whatever. Um, or what's just the challenge of doing it with somebody completely yeah, different. Yeah, so what's the story with all the partners? So it, it's, a, it's a little bit of both. Um, so obviously most of the races I started off doing was with Dan. Um, and it, the first time I used a, a different partner, because him and I gel very well together, and we've got 
personalities that that are complimentary. You know, he's the head down, go getter, work hard, come on, get your ass moving kind of person. And I'm like this, like, oh, look at that butterfly. And and uh, so we have a good 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 personality. Um, we kind of keep each other going. But it happened by accident because when I'd already been talking to Herbert Grable and Jan Kriska and those guys down at Swim Run and Sea, and and had already been on the course. And I wanted Dan to do that race with me the first year that they had that race. Um, and uh, we had just done um, Casco Bay. And so I wanted him to do, um, and we did, you know, fairly decent at Casco Bay the first year there. And so the first year for him, somewhere in the sea, I wanted him to race that with me. But he couldn't because he was already signed up uh, to go do, I think it was uh, Ultra Tri Sweden, which was like a three-day stage race yeah. triathlon wow. in Sweden. Yeah. So that that conflicted and so what we instead ended up doing um is i called out for one of my xterra uh, racing buddies to, to do it with me because you know like like you mentioned you know it's a good good trail runners course it's only three thousand ish um meters of, of swimming and so you know knowing that that the running was more of his strength than it was the swimming i called on caleb Beatty and said hey bud what you really should go do this race with me this is a lot of fun you, know, you should really try this and so he did. And so he's been my partner for Swim Run NC ever since. Okay. Um, and, and that it fits in his Xterra training schedule. It's a fall race, like you're saying. And, uh, and so it, it just has really, really worked out well. Um, that same year, uh, I wanted to do Swim Run Virginia, um, which was the week prior to Swim Run NC. It may have been two weeks prior that year, but it was, it was just prior to Swim Run NC. And so I asked Caleb to do that one and he couldn't because of a wedding or something. I can't remember what it was, but there, he had a conflict. So I just stuck it out to my Facebook group and said, Hey, I'm looking for a partner for this race. Um, some of you have seen my swim run post before. So, you know, hit me up if you're interested. And I got hit up by a couple of different people. Um, and I settled on uh, uh, Keith Schultz who, who ended up doing that race with me. And Keith's a, a great, I mean, and that race is predominantly, um, there's a good mix of trail and road running and gravel running and whatnot. And it really fits, uh, fits his, his, you know, he's an ex-terror racer as well. Um, and I actually had a hard time keeping up with him that first year on the run. So, um, and we did that race ever since until now they don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb and I did it, did it this, uh, this, this, was it this past year? Yeah, this past year we did it. Um, so I've had those three guys is kind of predominantly have been my, my training partners and went to sign up for Lake James one year. I did the first year with, with Dan, the second year, Dan also had a conflict. Um, so I looked out again, reached out to my, my friends and family on Facebook and got a guy who used to swim in my master's group, um, Jeremy to race that, that race with me. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, it was his first swim run and, and we had a blast. He, he'd never even worn a swim run suit until the morning of the race. I brought one of my other swim run suits with That's me and hilarious. he put it on and here, here's a buoy. And <laughs> so this is what we're doing today. <laughs> what, how, how, how did that guy navigate the tether? Was he okay with the tether? Um, no, so we didn't, we didn't end up tethering for that race. Okay. Uh, I took it with me just in case, but for the most part, we, we stayed together. Um, there was a couple of times, uh, like a couple of the longer swims late in the race um, where we got pulled a little bit apart and I got a little bit ahead of him, but I just, I rolled over my back and kind of waited for him to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that worked out real well. And, and speaking of getting separated in the swim that happened to me in Catalina with, with Jesse Colts. Oh, really? The girl's just so, 
yeah, the girls just so fucking fast in the water. Oh my gosh, <laughs> some sort of dolphin or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we chatted. We chatted with with you uh, two after the race, and she didn't seem super impressed by all the running. <laughs> but I didn't hear her complain <laughs> anything about the swimming. <laughs> <laughs> that all makes no. sense now. On yeah. a run, she kept going, I can't wait to get to the next swim. <laughs> and on the swim, I'm thinking to myself, I can't wait to get back on the land. <laughs> but yeah, it was, so- uh, I, I had a, you know, to be honest and, and transparent, I struggled in that last swim. Um, actually, I struggled in the last couple of swims, but that last one was the worst. Um, yeah, I was the last just, one was pretty bad. My, my shoulders were, my shoulders were toast. Um, I yeah. probably wasn't doing really good form in the earlier swims and was using too much shoulder and not enough lats and, so on that last swim, I just, my shoulders were just toast and, and she pulled away from me, um, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, we had, we had a good race. I, I'm, you know, she tethered some of the swim. We didn't tether that last swim cause we didn't know if it was helping or hurting, mm-hmm. um, with the way that the, the waves are kind of tossing us around a little bit. Um, so we so, didn't tether the last swim. I tethered on some of the runs. It was the first time I've ever tethered on a run, which was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to give her, you know, some running assistance, but. Uh, it was a good race. It was a lot of fun. That was my first mixed race, um, which was, uh, you know, okay. pretty, nice. pretty fun experience. And she was, you know, we were laughing the entire time. We were joking and kidding and having a great time. That's awesome. Well, so, so I get, we have to ask because, you know, that's in its first year it was the largest swim run race in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done a bunch of swim run races in the U.S. How does this one kind of compare? My sense of it was like the vibe was still was was a swim run vibe it just felt more european to me because there were more european people yeah. there from the races we've done in the u.s but um yeah but despite the size for me i thought it was it was a pretty cool swim run experience How, what what was your take on it since you've done international races and all the u.s races pretty much well i've only done two european races um rockman twice and, and atala once so okay. i don't have a whole lot to go on from experience wise sure. but I really, really love the vibe of the, the Atala branded races. And, you know, the fact that they came over here and, and put on the race definitely gives it that experience. And you can't get that experience anywhere else. Um, and and I, I, that was absolutely awesome. And I think they did a great job picking swims. And um, I think the distances and everything was great. I, I loved it. The only thing that I that I didn't prefer, and I'm not going to say I didn't like it because I, I really enjoyed the race, was that it's just it was a lot of gravel road running and it didn't fit. And the reason I don't like it is because this didn't fit my 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 forte. So I'm I'm a very technical trail runner, and if you've seen some of my videos, you see the kind of running I like to do. I don't know if it's um, I don't know if you're so allowed to call it a and, trail. It's like. Uh, horizontal rock climbing or something i don't know i don't it's not much of a trail when it's i'm like, watching these <laughs> videos yeah, i mean the fact that you're running and not like bounding yeah. is, is what's probably are bounding so you like a real it, it was, we'll it was a hard don't get me wrong catalina catalina was hard as hell it was the, the climbing alone was oh, hard yeah. right uh, but if you recall that one swim where you come out of swim and you're, you're grabbing you know grabbing a rock and climbing up the side of the hill that's that's the kind of racing i i right. really enjoy and if you ever get a chance to do swim run and see, um, those guys oh, have put oh, together a, uh, a great race. It's on our list. It's on the list. I and, mean, they're all on our yeah. list, but yeah, that one's definitely on our list. Yeah, that that one yeah. really but, has some pretty stunning visual photos come out. I know Herb always does a nice post on on Slow Twitch about it and and everything. And uh, he's obviously a great ambassador to the sport of swim run and everything. 
Um, but yeah, just the images that come out of it, it's like, wow, this seems like a really cool spot to camp for a week and then <laughs> do the race or something. Like, it seems like such a cool place. It, it really is. And, and that's, I, I would say that uh, so far in the States, um, Swim, Run, and Sea and, and Casco Bay are probably my favorites. Um, yep. they, they, they're great. Um, now I haven't, there's a couple races that I want to do this year that I haven't done and that's orcas. And I think that orcas will kind of fit my, my skills a little bit better. A lot um, of climbing. Since it's a lot, a lot of, of climbing. climbing and a lot of, a yeah. lot of trail running. Yep. Um, and then, uh, I also want to try a uh, swim run Tennessee. Um, I've seen pictures. I kind of talked to Tony Hammett, the race director down there. And, and when he was creating that race, he, he threw some opinions my way and so I get, or threw some questions my way and I kind of gave my opinions on it. So I've seen the course, uh, but I haven't done that one yet. And I really want to do that one. And, um, you know, I've got the past couple of years, I've done the, the swim run Lake James and swim run Georgia back to back because they've been on the same weekend. Yeah. Um, and that was the first crazy in 2018, Dan and I did that. Or was it 28? No, 20, yeah, 2018, 2018, Dan and I did that. We did that back to back. Um, and that was a lot of fun doing that. And so we, we, we attempted to do it last year with, um, Swim Run Catawba, which is here in Charlotte and Georgia. I tried to do the back-to-backs on those, but both ended up getting canceled for thunderstorms. Yeah, wow. During the races. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so technically, technically, if you if you if you count up the ones that I've done, I've done, I've finished twenty-three races. Right. And because just, those two races both got like, stopped of, prematurely of because of lightning. Them, yeah, that wow. still counts as a start. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, what did? I guess what did you have on the schedule? Are you are you still doing a lot of uh, Xterra, or are you? What if someone had to put a label on you? <laughs> what are you labeling yourself these days? Uh, a swim runner, definitely. Okay. Uh, it's been it's it's my focus. Yeah, uh, I'm still doing the off road tries now. With that said, Xterra's gone through a um, they uh, a purchase and they're doing some rebranding and. Mm. So they've, they've cut down on the number of Xterra branded races in order to kind of control quality and all kinds of other things. And I, mm-hmm. you know, you can read their press release about that, but they're not doing as many Xterras across the country as they used to. Um, there's a new outfit based out, based out of Knoxville, Tennessee called uh, Modus. Um, and so Modus has created a, a, an off-road triathlon series that is um, that's picked up a lot of those older Xterra races and they're now Modus races. Oh, interesting. Oh, gotcha. And and just if anyone doesn't know for some reason, uh, an Xterra race is a swim, bike, and run, but the bike is usually done on a mountain bike, um, and then the run is usually a trail yeah. run. So it's off-road, yep. I guess. Yeah, off-road try. Yep. Yeah, they won't let you. the The rules dictate you can't use a cross bike, so it's definitely okay. a mountain bike race. So you have to use a mountain bike. Um, nice. Yep. And then, uh, and then the the trail runs a trail run. And, and they vary anywhere from, from you know, a seven fifty swim to you know, a fifteen hundred swim. The mountain bike can be. You know, it's hard to say what a mountain. You, you can't really call the mountain bike leg a distance because this race might be flat and non technical, and this one might right. be so technical you end up pushing your bike up a hill. Um, wow. so the, the bikes are usually you know, an hour, hour and a half, maybe even two hours on the bike, um, depending on your skill level. And then the trail runs are usually anywhere from a 5k to a 10. So similar to swim run in the way that you sort of using the course that sort of nature has provided for you, I guess is the best way to Correct. put it. I mean, 
you're not being uh, confined to. Hey, we need a uh, yeah, 40k bike right. ride here. So so we else. have to, right. so we have to use an alley and have people go up and down the yeah. alley four times to make up the <laughs> mileage that we need. Give or else we're gonna break. we're gonna get 15 emails from people who are saying yeah. the course was short. Um, right. and we're not bitter triathletes <laughs> or anything. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's totally cool. Uh, so let's let's pretend that you know July August things are are kind of back to normal. What do you have on on the books for for later on this year and in, in terms of swim run? Well, I'm going to be a little more optimistic that than that and say that you know uh, things are going to open back up by June. Okay. Let's say that things are open up by June. Um, I've got I've got a um, uh, an adventure race in Yawari, which is right around it's, not, it's like two hours from, from Charlotte. Um, I think it's an 18-hour race. It might be an 18-hour uh, adventure race. Okay. Um, I'll be part of a four-man team at, at that race, and that's in mid-June. Um, and then in uh, towards the the, the September-ish time frame, I don't really have a whole lot in July and August. Uh, or in July, August, I've got uh, Swim Run Rockman or Rockman Swim Run yep. in Norway. And then uh, in September, the Swim Run Georgia race didn't get didn't get canceled. It got postponed to September. Oh, cool! So Ooh. final racing. Mental note. <laughs> that yeah. we wanted to do that so one. I, I think we were yeah. talking to you because you had said you did some crazy weekend where you do. Did, yeah, where he did both, where he does Lake James and then on Saturday, yeah. and then you drive yeah. and do. Yeah, so that to be honest, yep. we were seriously considering doing that exact same thing, just because that's a you know that's kind of the dumb shit we do yeah that's the dumb stuff that we do yeah. but anyway sorry to, it's to right it's crazy there. it's fun <laughs> yeah. but uh it's been it's been moved to september um and i'm gonna be doing that one with joe Eberwitz. um that's one of the partners i haven't mentioned yet and mm-hmm. so joe and i have not actually completed a swim run yet because the first race <laughs> i was going to do with tim was swim run georgia last year gotcha we got to the second swim and got pulled out of the water from lightning for lightning wow um Luckily, we were in the lead at the point, but uh, he's uh, he's a phenomenal racer. Um, he's a little bit younger than me. He's a, he's 16. I was going to say, is this <laughs> the kid that you've been? Uh, so last couple weekends ago, Marcus posted on his thing that he did a a two day swim run event, I guess, with him and what what was his name again? Joe, you said. No, the the two day swim run event that I did uh, was was with Jonathan Story. Okay. Okay. Um, but the, the, probably the previous post was, um, um, Joe came up to visit he, he, his, his, him and his dad called and like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, I have no plans. And it's like, well, let's do some, you know, some endurance training. It's like, we don't care what, you know? And so he brought his, his van fully packed with everything that we could possibly think of. Wow. Um, and so he got here Friday night ish, Friday afternoon ish, Friday night ish. Um, and once we got settled in, we grabbed some pizza and we're, and we're literally standing at the counter. We're not even seated. We're standing at the counter eating pizza. And it's like, what do you want to do tomorrow? <laughs> and, uh, he goes, I don't know. It's like, well, here's our options. We could go do a swim run brick, um, out at the whitewater center. Um, we could go to Lake James and do a swim run brick up there. We could, uh, go do some mountain biking, maybe go hit up the mountain bike courses. Um, do what I call a, a twofer where you go ride two different mountain bike trail so you go ride one trail then you know do 15 ish miles and then pack up and then drive to another trail and do another 15 ish miles or whatever um i said or we can go up to to limbo falls and or the limbo gorge and and do a 20 22 mile loop that i have with about 5,000 feet of climbing he goes 
yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 yeah. There you go. So we, started, <laughs> we started packing our bags and got them ready for the next morning. We got up at uh, Oak Crack 30 and um, hit there right about sunrise. It's about a two-hour drive. And so we hit there right about sunrise and started running and, and did our little 20 to 22-mile loop. Nice. Wow. Um, that, that's pretty yeah. cool. And maybe a month before that, there was some other crazy endurance thing that was 18 hours or something that you tell, – tell us more about that. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but um, – yeah, go on. Was it the, was it the Swamp, Swamp Fox Adventure Race? Yeah, it must have been that one. Was it like a mm. month or a month and a half ago? A month or a month and a half ago. What did we do for 18 hours a month, month and a half ago? You did it. It was a There was a bike involved. I think I think the fact that you actually can't pin down by just saying, oh, that's, something that was worrisome. an 18-hour <laughs> event, you're just like, oh, we can't really pin that one down. Not sure what that could be. I think that's emblematic well, we did. of a lot. Well, well, and yeah, so we did do in March, we did do the Swamp Fox adventure race, but I think that was, that was just a 12 hour race. That, um, that might've been what I was event, thinking about. It, yeah. That, so that one's an adventure race and with adventure racing, um, you could do it solo or you could do a two man team or three man team, but traditional adventure racing is a four man team. And so we were on a four man team and it was, uh, it was myself, Joe, Herberwitz was supposed to race, but he couldn't make it because he was taking his SATs. So uh, Caleb Beatty. I knew um, I never liked those and... SATs. So this is another another uh, arrow in that quiver. Yes, I went back. Right. I went back on your Facebook right now, and March fourteenth, and the first sentence just says alligators. They said. So the fact that uh, yeah. alligators are possible. Oh, that's right. I posted that yeah. meme in, in your honor. Oh, right. We even made a <laughs> badass Marcus meme. Yeah. <laughs> so you, it looks like you had a mountain bike. You have a big yep. top topo map. Yep. There's alligators. And, and, and what else? There was a, there was a canoe. Since it's a four-man team, we had to have two boats. One of them was a canoe and one of them was a kayak. Um, so we start off the race. Uh, it, so it's a, it's a, you know, here's your map, here's your coordinates and they give it to you, you know, and, and um, so you have to map the coordinates on the map using nothing but your, your ruler. So you map out the coordinates. So you map the checkpoints on the map and then you have to figure out, okay, strategic, strategically, how are we going to gather all these checkpoints? And so at each checkpoint, there's a punch and the punch is unique per checkpoint. And then you have what they, what they call a passport, the punch card. And on that passport, you go to each checkpoint and you punch that passport with those those checkpoints. The team that gathers the most checkpoints um, wins. And if you tie for the most checkpoints, whoever gets back the quickest wins. So there's some strategy involved in, do we gather all the checkpoints or do we get back quicker? Um, and you never really know what place you're in because you know everybody might people will choose different routes in order to get there. Some people right. think the road may be faster. Whereas we thought, you know, let's go right through this swamp and it might be faster. Um, and so we start off the race and it starts off with a little challenge to kind of spread folks out. One team member had to go get three checkpoints right there in the little town, the uh, McCaddenville town that we were in. And at each checkpoint, instead of a punch, there's, um, there's a number and a letter like B six. It's like bingo kind of thing. Okay. They come back and those number those if you if you wrote them down correctly, those associate to a letter 
and then you have to descramble the word. Um, and, and it was suey, like, you know, you're, you're calling a pig suey. Um, <laughs> once you descramble the word, then you can take off on your boats. And so uh, there was a, a checkpoint on the boats. Um, there's only one checkpoint um, on the boat because of, of the, the way it ended up being. And the tide was out, so we couldn't actually get to our checkpoint, the first checkpoint. Um, and they they just they said just describe what the checkpoint looks like if you can't actually get to it because it's you know mm -hmm. knee deep mud and whatnot. Um, so we didn't get the first checkpoint, unfortunately. We we finally decided to just abandon it. And we we went on, got on the bikes, gathered a bunch of checkpoints on the bike. There was a run about midway through the race where you lay your bike down and you go all in a, like a four-ish mile run to get other checkpoints. That's where we saw the one alligator that we saw. Um, and it was one of those where we were running along a trail and all of a sudden he, like, oh, he was up on the bank and yeah. oh, jumped boy. in the water and scared the shit yeah. out of us. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, so the bulk of that race was, was actually on the bike mm -hmm. where you're gathering these different checkpoints. But when you get to where a checkpoint is, you generally have to like lay your bike down because it's off in the middle of a swamp. You're not going to ride your bike. So you have to lay your bike down and run down into the swamp and find this checkpoint because the checkpoints in the map will get you kind of close and how accurate you map out those checkpoints will define how quick you get them gotcha. um, because it is a race. You want, you want to get them as quickly as possible. And, and there were challenges as you went along, like you could see in the video that I posted, like there's a, you know, the, 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 the rope ladder that like what you see at the County yeah. fair that nobody can climb because it pivots and you fall off kind of thing. Um, and so the checkpoints at the top of that ladder. So they would, they would give us challenges where checkpoints are up in trees and hmm. um, knee deep in water in the swamp. And there's no way you can, uh, you can get them easily I, without getting like wet or it's, whatnot. So, sounds like a hell of a time. And especially with I, your buddies, I you would know, encourage but... to go as Marcus was walking through this and I was listening, I was watching his video and the visual aspect and, you know, your GoPro skills are, are pretty good. And I, appreciate you you doing that and bringing light to this sort of thing but hearing you talk about it people should definitely go to your facebook page and check it out because you'll get a better sense of these things are like up in the tree or it's not just on the side of the road like oh i gotta run around this and you know hit my dongle on this thing it's like i gotta climb this tree but i'm in knee deep mud in a swamp and it's wild um it is wild yeah, it sounds pretty fun yeah, it was so much fun. So, so Marcus, it is to, so much fun to to start wrapping this up because uh, you know we don't want to take too much of your time. You know, bringing it back to swim run, I think, you know, we love the sport. This is a total love fest on the sport. But because you've done so many events, it's almost. I, I'd love to hear sort of how would you encapsulate, you know, what is it about the sport that you really love and why you, you know, you've basically made it the focus of your training and you encourage people to do it and you're a great ambassador for the sport again you're mr low tide boy first one <laughs> inaugural <laughs> um you know like but you know can you help just for our audience for people might be hearing about your passion for it like what is it about the sport that you found has uh really done something for you um you know michael limel says it best it's 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 making you one with nature. It's connecting you back to nature. Uh, and that's what I love about it. I, I, like I mentioned towards the beginning, I've done some road races. I've stared at that white line. I've stared at the pavement. I've pounded the pavement and it just, it just doesn't trip my trigger and warm the cockles of my heart 
like being out in the middle of the woods and connecting with nature. That's, that's the biggest aspect of it. And, and the other aspect of it is, is like, you know, a triathlete can train alone, race alone, and, and it's a solo sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a team sport. You know, you're out there with your teammate and I've been out there struggling like crazy with and my teammate. You know, I've been out, Caleb Beatty has literally put his hand in the middle of my back and pushed me up a hill. <laughs> when I was struggling during a race one time. So I, and, and I've, I've returned that favor for folks. I, I, I literally did the same exact thing with, with, uh, with another partner. So it, it, it's that, you know, that bonding that you have with, uh, with a good friend and experiencing the race with a partner, um, has, uh, has a merit to it that people just don't realize until they've done it. And I, I think that's another thing that kind of attracts me to the, the adventure racing. Cause it's kind of the same concept. You're racing as part of a team. And you're out there together, um, grueling through it together and experiencing it together, and then laughing and talking about it afterwards, you know, because you, you get it. You, you went through that with that person. So connecting with nature is, is God, I, I can't get, I cannot express that enough, that that's a, that's a key aspect of it, but you're doing it with someone. Um, and that, again, if, if you, and I've heard a lot of different people say, well, I, I really don't want to do this race with somebody i'd rather just do it by myself or mm-hmm. i can't seem to find a partner it's too hard for me to find a partner and if you just put in the groundwork and find someone that you can race with it's well worth it it's just it's crazy how much it's enjoyable when you do it with somebody i love that uh, that's pretty well said i i feel like we should just end the show right now <laughs> on that but, note <laughs> yeah see you later uh so one final sort of question that we that we try to to get most people's commentary or thoughts on it, you've obviously done a lot, a lot of swimming races, especially in the United States. And from 2015 to 2020, where we are now, the growth of swim running in the United States has really taken off, I guess. But Chris and I, the, the Low Tide Boys, feel that it's still kind of just on that brink right before it's about to kind of explode. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts about what what do you think will really make that growth happen in the United States in particular for swim run? It's right now it's word of mouth and you guys are helping to get the word out. And, uh, and I think that, that, you know, there's probably some folks who haven't tried swim run. that might be listening to this right now because of a friend that told them about it. Hey, go listen to this podcast. and You can, you can hear about swim run. So I think that, that we as, as athletes need to tell our friends about it and get our friends involved. Um, and, and I've invited, uh, folks who have not swam, run, swam, run, swim, run before, um, to some of the training sessions that I'm doing. And we've done group sessions where we've had new folks come out and, and do swim, run and try swim, run, even in triathlon suits. And, um, I, I when first time I brought Amy Carver, another friend of mine out to try out, you know, doing swim, run, she literally stood there in the parking lot of the whitewater center and cut the arms and legs off of her triathlon. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Um, so, that, so that she could try it. And, and so I think getting the word out is, is key. Um, and I think that we, 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 and this is my own personal opinion, not to reflect the opinion of anyone involved here, but I don't, I don't want to see this turn into triathlon. Same. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it to where, you know, I've heard people say, why don't you have age groups or why don't you have an elite division or, and I, you know, I, I really feel like that that is, is, not a good direction for the sport uh, just my my own personal opinion um because i feel like that that it really kind of um takes away from the sport itself and 
um, and gets a, and it becomes a, hey, you can win this participation medal, uh, trophy, whatever, um, for winning your age group, as opposed to what I think that they should experience is the connection with nature and, and racing with someone and, and enjoying that. Um, and I think that that's really what it's, it's it, and there's triathletes that are looking for something different. And if you turn this into triathlon with age groups and elite division and all this other kind of stuff, I think that it's just going to end up in the same thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My I, opinion. I, to- I totally agree with you. And I think one of the ways that race directors, if race directors are listening to this, that you can kind of stave that off. And again, this is my opinion. This is not reflect the opinion of the low tide boys or our producers or whatever. We don't have producers. We have a producer. <laughs> we don't have producers. Our wives. I'm the producer. Um, or the, you know, and uh, to me, let's be honest, you got to keep it hard. Yeah. You, if you start legislating yeah. the difficulty, standardizing the distances, then then yeah. it's easier for sort of the Taipei triathlete and the triathlon mindset to be like, all right, this is something I can understand. You really have to be okay with an aid station not being exactly where you thought it was going to be and additional distance few, less distance, you know whatever um and and the fact that these races are hard and actually our first guest who's now the editor-in-chief of triathlete magazine kelly omaro that was her point that's like what she really loves about swim run and she's a pro triathlete ironman triathlete is that it's challenging it's, it's still hard it's it's an it's welcoming not that iron man's easy but it, right you know it's like yeah so, so yeah, so right. I, I totally co-sign with that. And I think, and I think, you know, what we're trying to do with the show is the same thing you've been doing. So if anything, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're standing on your shoulders trying to amplify this from our little corner of the world here. Um, because we think the sport is so magical. And I think that, yeah. um, you know, I just want to thank you for being on the show because, you know, it's like we're preaching to the choir here, but it, it's, I think it's great to hear it from someone who's done way more races than us and is super experienced and still feels the same magic that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I, I think I heard a, a previous guest or maybe it was a conversation I was having with someone where they said that one of the things that they thought was is that they needed to make it to where it wasn't, um, um, it didn't have the label of being epic meaning uh, that it might be turning mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. some of the folks who think that it may be impossible. Um, and, and I don't think that we need to remove the epic title, but I think we definitely need to let more people know that it is possible, that it is doable. It's not so epic that, that you can't do it. Um, but if we try to dumb it down, like you're saying, I think that, that, that we'll lose out um, on that for sure. Yeah, I believe that was the Wild Swim Run women Mia and Fanny, um, who, yeah. who kind of said that. And that almost seemed a little bit of like a, a potentially like a cultural thing in Sweden of like, oh, it's really macho to do it if you're a guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think swim runs super interesting because it's super approachable because most people can run and swim and there's not a crazy, you don't have to buy a $2,000 bike. You literally just need shoes and goggles and you could do it, right? Right. Um, but you know, yeah, I think having the experience distance and then the, the world, the world series distance is, is probably what I, I think, uh, will, will kind of help like having these shorter ones. Yeah. I think in Catalina and Marcus, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think as well. A lot of people who are probably very accomplished triathletes in their own right have done maybe several Ironmans, s- several 70.3s. They were caught off guard at the world series distance 
you know, they thought, oh yeah, I can, I can do this stuff. I can run 18 miles, no problem. But the totality of it, I think caught them off guard. Yeah, for sure. And, and another point to that, I think that those, that the Saturday races at Catalina, I knew a bunch of people that were doing those events and like three teams that were racing that were in my triathlon club in the city. All three of those teams are coming back next year to do the world series distance. Yeah. Because they got so hooked on doing the sprint or whatever the, the, the shorter course was. So, you know, I think, I, I think, I think we're in agreement of, of a great strategy to grow the sport. Word of mouth. Tell everybody, you know, which is what Andy Hewitt puts on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> tell everyone, you know, about swim run. Um, but with that, Marcus, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time and uh, stay safe and healthy out there. Sure thing. Hey, can I throw a shout out? Absolutely. Please. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mean to uh, not have that. Where besides speedylizard.com on the internet and YouTube, uh, where can people find more about you, Marcus? Because obviously you have a very fascinating endurance life <laughs> and people want to know about <laughs> it, I'm sure. Yeah, well, if you, if you go to speedylizard.com, I've got links to my Instagram page, my Twitter page, Perfect. the Facebook page. So um, you can obviously find me on Facebook at Marcus Barton. So uh, that's probably the best best routes to, to get a hold of me. And you had um, you have a great Otolo Catalina recap video. You brought your GoPro out. I don't even know how you could even think about starting to do that. We were struggling just worrying about the first hill to climb. And Marcus is up there, uh, you know, recording videos and, and doing mid-race interviews and everything. So uh, we'll, we'll link all this, all this stuff in the show notes, show notes, your, your videos that, that we've talked about, uh, speedylizard.com. Uh, you have a lot of really good um, intro to swim run type of content on your YouTube channel. You've done kind of reviews about different wetsuits and stuff. So you've, you've been nothing but a great resource to swim run as a sport and, and the whole, and, and thank you for, for all that. And again, coming on the show. Um, and we're really going to let you go this time. <laughs> well, let, let's hear a shout out first. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But, so I just want to, I just want to shout out to the race directors cause they, they are all, uh, swim run athletes. They've all done swim run races. Yep. Um, you know, they, and they are, are, they are trying to spread the sport here in the U S probably more than, than any of us by putting on these races and putting all the hard work behind them. Yeah. yeah so, you know, whether the it's the swim run NC guys, Jeff Beckenheimer, Herbert Crable, Jan Kriska, uh, Tony Hammett that puts on swim run Georgia and swim run Tennessee. And then you got Lars that puts on uh, mm-hmm. the, the races up there. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got um, um, Kristen Jenna who puts on swim run like James, you know, these, these folks are all working very, very hard to get the sport out there. Uh, John Stevens, the largest right-hand man. You know, they, these guys are yep. all putting in a lot of hard work to get these races, and they put on some great events. And so I just want to thank them for giving us the races to race because if it wasn't for them, we'd, we'd still be – we wouldn't that's have any right. here. So I, I'm greatly appreciative of those guys. That That's a great point, and we'll uh, we'll just echo and second second yeah. that uh, shout-out list. So yeah, appreciate and, it. And people, <laughs> sign up for your local race. Support your local race directors. It's so important. So important. Yep. So, Marcus, with that second second goodbye, <laughs> I, I, I hope it's not awkward. Thank you so much for being <laughs> no, on the show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, stay safe. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a swim-run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. 
You can also sign up for our newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Or until run you to cross the, or, the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Peace. Peace. Peace.